Hello, friends. Okay, so today I want to talk about some things to be grateful for in the midst of this whole coronavirus economic situation that we're finding ourselves in, um, really worldwide, but um, especially in the States right now. Um, I've done a lot of thinking about this. And as you know, if you've listened to my past couple episodes, I was really feeling um, in the in the weeds with all of this. I was feeling pretty like I wanted to kind of just withdraw for a while. And, um, and I'm still feeling that to an extent, but I also am now kind of feeling like I'm starting to come out of that. And uh, a lot of that is recognizing some things to be grateful for. So I want to, to kind of tell you guys what I've been thinking, and I have a feeling that you're going to identify with quite a few of these. Welcome to Your Intentional Life. I'm Brittany Bailey, and I am on a mission to build a seven-figure business without sacrificing the intentional life that I worked so hard to create. So far, I've been blessed to grow my business from the ground up, write for some amazing people, and work with some of the top marketing minds out there. But I am not done yet. Follow along as I take you behind the scenes in my business to talk about marketing, mindset, manifestation, and how intentional living plays into everything that I do. If you're anything like me, don't just let life happen to you. You're always curious, always learning, and always grabbing the reins. Service providers, coaches, course creators, and all kinds of intuitive entrepreneurs have a home here. So let's build your intentional life. Okay, so as I'm kind of coming out of this initial shock of COVID, I don't know if shock's the right word. Um, It was interesting because I think it was Yada Golden. I saw she had a post that was like, us in the U.S. experiencing COVID is like, it was like we were in a baseball stadium watching the wave like come towards us in this like weird, like sick slow-mo type thing. And I thought that was such a good picture because it was like, we could see it in other countries. Like obviously we saw what was going on in China. We saw Italy, um, parts of Australia, you know, like we saw it coming to an extent, but, um, you know, it it kind of, it's different once it actually hits. And, you know, we thought, oh, maybe we'll have some, you know, vaccinations by this point. Maybe we'll, you know, there was kind of some up in the air things we didn't know, you know, maybe our health system is, is better, maybe this, maybe that. Um, So it was kind of like, I felt like I shouldn't be shocked, but I kind of was to an extent. Um, Because up until a couple weeks ago, I was kind of like, eh, it's not really that big of a deal, you know, and it's just kind of progressed so quickly. Um, But anyways, as I'm kind of, as I'm dealing with that aspect of it, where I just was feeling so like in the, in like just a shocked state, um, I remembered, and I sent an email out about this last week, that um, something that always pulls me out of that is um, thinking of things to be grateful for. And it can sound kind of crazy, especially in this situation where there's so many different issues impacted. You know, obviously we have the health issue, but we also have the economy. We have people that we love who are out of work. We have like all these other things. And to say, oh, we just got to find something to be grateful for. It can sound kind of just like fluffy and obnoxious. But um, the truth is, if you can find those things, you can put yourself in such a clear headspace to move forward that it has like a practical aspect to it. Um, so I'm going to tell you some things that I'm grateful for. And, um, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of who listens to this podcast. And, uh, as I was writing these, I, I'm getting the sense that a lot of you are going to relate to these, which is why, um, why I put this list together. So the first thing is that, um, I'm grateful that I am a part of the economy 
And what I mean by that is not only am I an entrepreneur, but I have contractors that I pay. I have um, people who I pay for their services. The guy that edits my podcast, who's absolutely amazing. Um, I have my awesome VA, Precious. Like I have these people on my team um, who I have been able to continue using during this time because of the way that my business is set up and the, the online nature of it. Um, and a lot of times I think an overwhelming feeling when this kind of thing happens is helplessness. Cause like how are like, you know, I'm sitting in my house quarantining myself, which is, you know, definitely something that we all need to be doing, but past that, it's like, well, how do we help? Like we can donate to people, but what do we, like, how do we actually help? And this reframing that and understanding that like, this is how I'm helping. Like I'm still a part of the economy and you, if you're listening, like you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner you're still part of the economy and you're continuing to make things go. Even if you don't have your own business, if you are making money that you would normally be making, then you're able to spend it how you'd normally be spending it. It might be different. You might not be going out to eat. You might be ordering takeout. Um, You might not be going to the mall. You might be ordering things online, right? It might look differently, but you're still able to, if you're able to contribute to the economy right now, like I know that I'm feeling really grateful about that because it's something that I can do. Um, and I'm not only just feeling grateful that it's something I can do, but I'm just grateful that I have that opportunity. Um, Arya Scheinbein, he has uh, Into the Lion's Den, and he just did a pop-up Facebook group, um, which has been so helpful and amazing. He's talking about like just everything that's going on, the economy and all that. And he said somewhere that um, the economy is transactions, right? So it's buying and spending. And so if we're able to um, continue buying and spending, and then we have, you know, we have the ability to do what we can for the economy, um, our small part. So anyways, I'm, I'm feeling grateful for that, for that aspect. Um, I am feeling grateful that we are all building this kick-ass toolkit for ourselves. Have you thought about this? Okay. So here's the, here's the thing. Like we all have, you know, when something goes wrong or when something, um, there's an issue, in our lives or our businesses, we all kind of have these, this like metaphorical toolkit, right? Like we all go talk to this one person on our team or our, our mindset coach. And then we, you know, we maybe go for a walk and we read a book or like listen to an audiobook or like, we kind of have these like things that we do when we need to cope or when we need to kind of, um, you know, redirect our attention from something that's, that's, um, causing us pain. And what I'm realizing now is like, as, as all of this is hitting, it's hitting us in so many different ways. Like it's hitting us in health, in economy, in the day-to-day way that we live our lives. Like every single aspect, every single aspect without fail of our lives is being impacted by this. Every single aspect, right? The way, even, even the amount of time that we're spending with our family, right? Like Tim was just on uh, self-quarantine for 14 days with me. Like that's a long time in we really, we, we were just talking about this. Like we haven't, we went um, to Alaska last year. I think it was like 10 days that we were together and I had been gone in Salt Lake City before that. So like we hadn't seen each other in a while and then we're together for 10 days and then he went back to work. Like, I think this is honestly the longest that we were just like in the house together. Like that was it. It was, we didn't have friends over. We weren't going anywhere. Like, I mean, it's, it's impacting the way that we do everything in our life. And so think about, you know, let's say five years from now or five months from now, even at the rate that things are changing and being so, um, they're evolving so quickly. But, 
um, the next time that we're faced with a problem that's like a, a single faceted problem, like, oh, I am this one team member is exiting and now I have to fill that place or, or, you know, Facebook ads changed again and now I have to figure out a new way to get traffic. Like it's one thing, you know, isn't that so cool that we're like, we're, we're having to thrive under this circumstance in which every aspect of our business and life is being challenged. Um, and we're going to be able to build such a, um, a toolkit, such a resilience to, to all of these things. Um, that I don't know that we would have had the opportunity to do that if we were not put in this circumstance, right? Um, so I just keep thinking about like in the future when one thing pops up, how it's going to compare. You know, like we kind of have this this comfort zone, and it's like every time that it pu- it pushes out a little bit, then um, you know you have the ability to grow, and then it pushes out further and further. And like this COVID, like I feel like I could just p- visualize it like pushing everybody way outside their comfort zone. And now we have like all this room to grow, right? Um, so anyways, I, I just keep feeling, I'm scared by it, <laughs> obviously. But I'm, I'm also thankful for the opportunity because now, you know, going forward, I'm going to have that to fall back on and be like, okay, we've, we got through COVID, we can get through a, a team member change, right? Um, number three is that I'm learning more about myself and I'm positive that, that you're experiencing the same as well. I've talked quite a bit about the Enneagram test, which is a personality test. You get typed uh, number one through nine, and basically each number has a core desire and a core like motivator um, or a core fear. And so, um, you know, really up until this point, I I had typed myself as a six, which um, the core desire is security. Um, and the core fear is being without support. And I had typed myself as a six and I was like, you know, yeah, this is it. Like I was kind of moving through life. And then, um, this whole, like this whole situation happened and the way that I responded was so not like a six. Um, and I was just like, I, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm so wrong for responding this way. I'm incorrect. I'm, you know, like I kind of had this whole, um, this whole like self-identity thing where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the person I thought I was. I'm so bad at this. I'm so this, I'm so that. And um, I booked a, a call with um, Nicole. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. I, I am so thankful for her um, in Digital Insider. She is Julie Stoyan's sister. Um, and she was kind of talking me through this whole thing. And we realized that I'm actually a type nine. Um and the way that I was responding was totally normal and totally um, how a type nine would respond. And um, she kind of made me think, realize that like no response is bad. Um, and everybody has to go through, everybody has to go through kind of a, um, the same responses. So here's the interesting thing. Like, I don't know if you've felt this way, but I have been watching on social media when I've been on, um, you know, there are people responding in very like, typical ways. Like there's kind of a group of people who are like pushing everything out. They have all their courses out. They have all, they're selling, selling, selling. They're producing new things. They're doing new summits. They have like all this energy, like all this, like, we're going to get through this. We got to pull it together and do this and do that. And like, they're like in hyperdrive. Right. And then there's the group of people who are like totally withdrawing. You probably don't even see them on social. And I definitely was one of those people. Um, and then you have people who are just like in total fear and they're sharing every single article and they're, you know, there's all these different, um, responses to, to what's going on. And, um, what 
I realized in the session with Nicole was like that everybody's going to have to go through that. Everyone's going to have to go through like the five stages of grief to an extent. Um, and what we might just be seeing is, is some people like start, like I always, if you're not familiar, the five stages of grief, and I have to remember it's denial, um, it, bargaining, anger, um, I don't know. I don't remember. And then acceptance is the last one. There's one I'm missing, but basically, um, there's, there's these five stages and it, but they're not linear. And so I'd always heard this. Um, but I always assumed like, okay, like you start here and then you work your way up here. So the people that we're seeing who are, you know, pushing through things and getting things out there and, you know, doing all the things like they've already worked their way through and they're already over it. Right. Like that's, that's what, that's my perception. And I know that's the perception that a lot of people have, but, um, what I'm realizing, the more that I learn about myself and the more that I learn about the Enneagram and personalities in general is that some people just start in different spots of that, um, of that formula. Right. So they might be like looking like they're accepting things and they're like running, 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 doing things, but they maybe are going to have a point where they're just like, they're angry about this whole thing and they're, or they're depressed. That was the other one depressed about this whole thing. Um, like they might find themselves back in that place. Whereas people who start in kind of a place of anger or depression and work their way through, then when we see them, you know, putting things out in this, they might've already worked through that. Right. So I'm learning like not only about myself and I'm learning um, kind of about the way that people respond to tragedy and um, that no response is, is wrong because we're all going to have to work through it on some level at some point. And just because we see people doing things doesn't mean that that they're not going to have to work through the things that you're working through or that they haven't already worked through the things that you're working through. Um, I know that in the Digital Insiders, we're all having conversations all the time about how this is impacting our business, about how we're dealing with our whole family being home where we're trying to record things and trying to have meetings and all this stuff. Um, we're, we're talking about these things on a day-to-day basis. And um, I don't necessarily see those people talking about it on their platform. I mean, they're definitely talking about it on their platform, but it's not like um, that's all that's being talked about out there. So like if you're just on social media and you're like, oh, scrolling through, um, you might not see all the conversations that are happening behind like quote closed doors. Like you might not see how this is really impacting everybody. Um, so I'm grateful that I'm learning about myself. I'm grateful that I'm kind of learning more about just the human way that we respond to things. Um, and I know that going forward, this is going to be helpful for me to know just in general. Um, I am number four. I'm grateful that this is essentially just an automatic refocuser. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but it's, it's causing me to focus in on my business and parts of my business in such an intense way because that's like, that's just what I'm doing. Right. So like this whole thing happened and it was like, I was initially, I was going to the co-working space and I kind of had like my whole routine. Like I would go and spend an hour, um, you know, getting a smoothie and go to the gym. And like, I had kind of this whole, like, I don't want to say fluffy routine, but it was like a very like leisurely way that I was doing my life. And now it's like, I am recording podcasts like super early in the morning or super late at night when Tim's asleep. And like, um, we're doing, like I'm doing things differently 
and very, very much like, I got to put my head down and work because like, this has to get pushed out. This person has to get paid. This person is not like, it's very, um, it's kind of turned even more intentional. My, my life before was very intentional, but it wasn't like there was the, the fat hadn't been trimmed, I guess is a way to say it. Um, and so now it's like, every time that I'm working on my business, it's like head down, cannot be distracted. Like I'm getting this done because, you know, we're going to have to, to do, you know, stocking for our kitchen. We're going to have to, like, we have other things going on related to this issue. And so, um, you know, that's, it's, it's been interesting and I'm grateful for the opportunity to realize like how much, um, how much I had not been focusing in areas of my business that I, I actually thought that I was. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, number five is that I'm grateful and I learn this all the time, but I'm grateful that I'm being reminded that we all can take more than we think we can. Um, I posted about this. It's funny because, um, like a year and a month ago I was in, um, Boise for ClickFunnels. We were doing a marketing retreat with the whole marketing team, Russell, everybody, And, um, I had just come on, I had been writing for them for like four or five months already, but I had just come on full time and, um, they wanted me to come out and like hang out with everybody. And at the time there was like two things going on. I know that I was, I was in the middle of like remodeling our downstairs and there's something else going on and I can't remember what, what it was right now, but I had made a post about how time is relative and I'm being reminded of that right now. Like if I, any of us, we all have busy schedules and lives, right? And if you would have walked up and been like, hey, um, do you think that you could run your entire life from your living room and um, also plan out meals for the next month and also do this and this and this, like all the stuff that we've all been having to do? You'd have been like, no way, right? But we all found a way to do it. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm reminded of, um, I can't remember where I first heard this analogy, but someone was talking about how like, um, if a pipe bursts in your basement and like even the busiest of schedules will shift to accommodate it, right? Like you could say, there's no way I have time to even stop five minutes for five minutes to get coffee. But like, if your pipe bursts, like you immediately are like, okay, this is optional. This is optional. Here's who I have to call. Like you, you do what needs to be done in order to take care of like the urgent situation. And so I'm always reminded that like, not only can we fit more than we think we can into a day and more than we think we can um, into our schedules, but we we really do have the ability to adapt and, and recognize that our time is relative. Like we can put things aside, like kind of like what I was talking about in the point above where like I was able to realize like I don't need to be spending an hour doing, you know, getting a smoothie and like going to the gym and doing the red light therapy and like all this stuff. And I can, and that's great. I definitely will go back to it, but like I can operate without that. And so it's very, um, I'm grateful for the reminder that I'm able to, um, that I'm able to operate at this level and able to push things into my schedule, even when I thought my schedule was totally full and there's no way for me to do anything else. Um, I'm grateful for the reminder that um, it's flexible. And yeah, that's, those are my five things that I'm thankful for right now. I, I am going through this just like you are. I'm kind of just um, understanding how this new normal is going to look. Um, and I think we don't really know quite yet, but it is, um, 
it's something that can be really scary if you just focus on the uncertainty. And I definitely feel myself like getting sucked into that vortex sometimes, but there's also things that are coming out of it. You know, people are coming together. People are releasing courses. People are um, teaching people, you know, like it's so interesting now for me to see people in my everyday life who are like getting used to Zoom and Voxer and stuff because they're just connecting with people and they're like who they normally would be popping by to see. And I'm like, these are tools that we, I've been using for like four years. And it's just kind of interesting and cool to see, um, you know, like one of my friends is helping out her um, her church to do like a Zoom thing because she's been using Zoom forever and her church was like trying to get this set up, you know, so there, there's like kind of all these people who are pitching in um, in ways that, you know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have ever had the chance to um, without something like this. And it, it always reminds me, I've been comparing this whole thing to hurricane season forever um, because it's, it's such a familiar feeling to me. Um, you know, like hurricane season, when I was a kid, we would have a hurricane, hurricane, hurricane Wilma, I think it was like 2005, maybe, um, was like the worst quote hurricane that I'd been through. I'd been through Hurricane Andrew, but I was a baby and I don't remember it. Um, so Hurricane Wilma, I think is, was one of the, the worst hurricanes. Like I remember the eye going over us cause like our palm trees in the front yard were, were bending one way. And then the eye, if you've never been in the eye of a hurricane, it's the, the eeriest feeling because it's like totally, totally clear. Like, like not even a leaf on a leaf on the branch, <clears throat> excuse me, um, blowing or anything, right? Like it's just totally, the, even the sun's out and then you see the wall coming back and, and, and then our trees went the other direction. Um, so anyway, so that happened and then it was obviously we lost power for like two weeks. Um, and our neighbors, like we got to know our neighbors so well and we did like these cookouts and everybody was like cooking, you know, like their bacon and like all the stuff that they had had in their fridge. Um, and, you know, like we were playing with the neighbor kids and like um, my friends and I would ride our bikes to this place and go and look at the stars because you could never see the stars before all the, all the streetlights were on and stuff. Um, and so even in the wake of all this going on, it was like there was people, there was communities pulling together. And that's, I'm getting that sense on a global scale. Um, and so anyways, I hope that you're feeling that wherever you are. And I hope that this was helpful for you and that you are able to think of a few things that you're grateful for in all of this, because it really does help you kind of pull out of a, a sense of, oh my gosh, when is this going to be over? Oh my gosh, this uncertainty is scary. And it is. Um, but being thankful doesn't negate that. It just helps you. It just helps you kind of um, start to look up a little bit. Um, there's a Harry Potter quote. I, so I was watching Harry Potter the other day. There's a Harry Potter quote where um, Dumbledore is talking about how dark um, light can be found in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. And um, when I first heard that, I was a kid and I thought that was kind of silly. And I was like, why would anybody not remember to turn on the light when it's dark out? Like, why would they not, how would they not remember to do that? But, you know, as I've grown up and as an adult, I realize like we do kind of forget to turn the light on. Sometimes we do forget um, to do the things that we can do to make situations better. Like we kind of get in this, this place where we're like putting our head down and we're putting one foot in front of the other. Um, and I've talked about this before. Like we don't think about the resources that we have. Like we forget, I forget to reach out to, um, you know, my 
my mindset coach. And I forget to reach out to a network of entrepreneurs that are amazing. Like we forget sometimes that we have these incredible people around us, these incredible um, services. We have, you know, all these resources around us. Um, So don't forget to turn on the light in all of this. Um, I love you guys. I hope that this is really helpful for you. And we'll talk soon. How would you like to learn the skill I used to go from burned out service provider to in control business owner? In Email Copy School, I'll teach you how to master both the science and the art of this in-demand skill so you can serve your clients better, get more consistent work, and charge premium prices. Join us now at emailcopyschool.com. And remember, early bird bonuses are only around for a short time, so be sure to head over to emailcopyschool.com to secure your spot now.